good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and bring you what is new in the Japanese music industry. This is the week of Friday, November 25th, and I am your host, Luna, and with me, we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? All right, all right, all right, in the great words of Matthew McConaughey. The, uh, it is Dos Compadres right now. Ken, unfortunately, cannot be here. He has some um, family things to attend to, and I mean, it is Thanksgiving week, so... We, I, I want to bid everyone a happy Thanksgiving now, just in case I forget later. But next week, look forward to having all three of us back together. I know it's been a little crazy with us all on and off. So with that, Gray, how are you? What have you been listening to this week? I'm good. I am eagerly anticipating Thanksgiving Day tomorrow. I do have to work a little bit, but... It's going to be a good day. Uh, I have been listening to a few things uh, this week. One of the things I've been listening to on repeat, I'll, I have to wait till Oricon to, to talk about, but I've been listening to Vondi's Chainsaw Blood on repeat, which I did make a small mistake last week. I thought it was the opening for Chainsaw Man. I do want to correct that. The opening for Chainsaw Man is Kickback by Kenshi Yonezu, so... Uh, that'll be a big hit. Uh, we'll be talking about that one next week. But I do want to correct that mistake that I made last week. But it is tied to Chainsaw Man, and I do really like this song. I've been listening to it on repeat. It's so good. And I've also been listening to Awesome City Club's latest release, uh, Yume, Yume, Yume. That's a pretty good song. Uh, and I went back and I listened to their album, Get Set. Uh, which came out earlier this year. And that, that's a pretty good album too. So, you know, Awesome City Club is just killing it, knocking it out of the park. Uh, and I also discovered White Jam's latest album, Mirror, which is really good. I mean, White Jam is just killing it, man, with their music. So uh, that was really good. And I've been listening to that as well. I did check out Subtitle by Officially Hige Dondism, and it is pretty good. I think Ken likes it a bit more than I do, but it's pretty good nonetheless, and I, I, I do really like it. Still really enjoying Amber by LOL, which is an, the al their album Amber, I should clarify that. And I've been listening a little bit to Uda's songs One Piece by Otto, uh, One Piece Film Red, uh, I should say the full title. I've been listening to a little bit of that, especially... The world's continuation and where the wind blows. Uh, Bink Sake uh, is awesome. Hearing her interpretation of that as a One Piece fan, that that's pretty cool. Uh, I love that. Bink Sake is pretty big for One Piece, so that that one is pretty good, and I've been enjoying this as well. But other than that, I haven't been listening to too much. Luna, what have you been listening to? So I went a little old school because I honestly have been mainly doing CDs in my car. I haven't had as much time to dive into a lot of newer music with how the week has gone. So I have been listening to a lot of Chanel. And, and those of you who do not know who Chanel is, she is actually from Australia. And she started out doing a lot of covers in Japan which really took off 
And she also has several Japanese albums. And I absolutely love her. She is a phenomenal vocalist. She sounds like a mixture of, I'm trying to think of the correct word, Crystal K meets Charisse. And she has a very powerful voice. So some of the albums of hers I've actually been listening to, and this will take us back to one is from 2012, called an album called Believe. And just some of the songs in there are absolutely amazing. The title track, Believe, is great. Sunshine on You is a really fun song. I Know Uta is beautiful. I also love the track Rain. I highly recommend checking her out. Her music is amazing. I also have been listening to her Love Songs album, which contains covers. And many of these will recognize these covers because they're by famous artists like Sunshine Girl. She did which is by Mo Moon. So she did an English cover version of it, which I absolutely love. Um, she also did Sakura by Ikimonogakari in English. And I like that she changes the composition and makes the track her own. She also has the original track Missing on there, the Japanese and English version of that. Um, she also did the track So Sick, which I believe was originally by Neo. And I, I love that she had a good variety on there. And with each one, she does do something different. Also listen to her album, Aishi Teru, which is also great. I love the track Wasude Night, Never Stop. Um, Burning Love is also really good. The title track is. So if you haven't heard of her, I definitely recommend checking out her music. I also went back and have listening to a group who is not on Apple Music, and it makes me very, very sad because they're phenomenal, but they're called Nakanomori Band. And their song, Raspberry Pi, is probably one of my favorites. It is so good. It's so catchy. They're like a alternative group. So if you're a fan of Scandal, you're a fan of Zone, those types of girl rock groups, you would enjoy Nakanomori Band. Their album, Do the Rock, is one of my favorites. And their Oh My Darling album is also great. They did the cover track of Oh My Darling by Hitomi Yaida, which I absolutely love their version of it. But they are a group I, I started re-listening to again. And I'm like, oh, I forgot how good they are. And I wish if they didn't disband. So they've been gone for quite some time. And I also wish they're on Apple Music. Also start listening to Superfly again because I love the song 1969 because it just has this fun alternative vibe. You get this nice um, melody. I absolutely love Shiho's vocals. Like she has these vocals that'll fit so many styles. So I was listening to their 08 album, which is just called Superfly. And along with that, it has Aiwo Komete Hanata Bao. Which is another song is very popular. I love that one. Ain't No Crybaby is great. Because she holds vocals. She has this great way. And not only is it alternative. But just adding this powerful vibe behind all their songs. So and I also discovered their best album is on, on Apple. And since they don't have all of their albums. Especially the one containing How Do I Survive. Which made me very sad, so I was listening to their best album. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend Superfly as well. So I was kind of doing a take-back week 
this week. Uh, also listen to AI, her Viva AI album, which is also great if you like R&B, hip-hop. I highly recommend I. She has such a variety throughout her career, and you can pick up on any of her music. As far as newer stuff went, I would say I've been listening to Kodakumi's Wings, Fakie's newest album, F. And Ayumi Hamasaki just dropped a new single, Mask, which is also great, and I highly recommend that. All right, so with that, we actually have a very beefy week, and we're just going to dive right into the Oricon. Without, with Ken not being here, we figured we will do our music corner next week. That way, all three of us can be on and talk about our MC. So, with that, we are going to start off... With the first, with number 10, which is Idolmaster. Of course, it's one of our favorites, right? So it is the Idolmaster Shiny Colors Panorama Wing 08, parentheses fashionable, by Shidzu, by Seeds. So great. I know some of us have had our differences on the Idolmaster. So what did you think of this, this uh, single? Yeah, no, uh, you know, Shino, Shine, uh, Shino Master, uh, Idol Master Shiny Colors, it's, you know, Idol Master is one of those things that's been around a while, uh, you know, we kind of, I feel like we kind of know what to expect when we listen to it, it rarely surprises me, uh, th- I think there's been like one or two songs that Idol Master does that I like, especially when they focus kind of more on like individual songs over groups, I tend to gravitate a little bit more to those uh but uh panorama wing it's it's okay i don't think this is particularly amazing or great i don't think it's particularly bad though either it's definitely an idol master song i think it's very fitting for what idol master is which is a dance rhythm game and you know it can i could see like really growing to like these songs like if you play the game and you've heard this, these songs like many many times you you probably like it a bit more than say like me who's heard it like you know just a couple of times and kind of like oh, okay you know this is what it is and kind of move about your business so you know some music it's designed for replayability and definitely you know to be heard many many times over especially the rhythm games and i think i think this release by Idol Master does that, just, it's not, this is not, not really something I felt too strongly about, so, I thought it was alright, all things considered. Uh, what did you think, Luna? So, I actually thought it was okay, it was a decently solid EP, I thought Fashionable, which is the lead track on there, was pretty good. I mean, they had decent vocals, which you do expect out of Idolmaster. I know it's not always the case, but I did think their vocals were solid. It had a a pretty fun composition. Although I would say, even though Fashionable was not my favorite on there, I honestly thought the EP as a whole was very, very solid. I will. I wanted to highlight my favorite track on there, which was Niji no Yukue, and it was the Suzu version. So you could tell this was not like many people as a whole, which is what one thing I do like when Idolmaster limits, you know, has only a few of the vocalists on, a few of those characters on, because you get a. I feel like it blends way better with their vocals, and you could tell with Niji no Yukue that was the case. It also had a really nice composition. Um, I, in general, I did think the EP was good, 
pretty good. And I can see the appealability, like Grace stated, when you're watching a show, each episode and you're hearing some of these songs in it, or if you're playing the game and you hear these tracks, you're going to get them stuck in your head. So it it's one of those series that when you're so heavily involved in it and listening to it constantly, you're going to absolutely fall in love with it. And I could see why it... Idolmaster always makes the charts for that reason. You get very into the music, especially because you're into the show or the game. So, but all in all, I think it was a solid release. And with that, the Idolmaster Shiny Colors Panorama Wing 08 Fashionable by Seedzu sold a total of 6,662 points. And moving on up to number nine. It is from Tokyo slash Ryusei no Parasu by, it is a group called Leo slash Need. So this is a, a group that I do not believe we have seen before, but it is the Virtual Singers. And it is one of those that's kind of presented by Hatsune Miku. So Gray, I'm curious, what did you think about From Tokyo and do you say no parasu? Pulse parasu. Pulse. Pulse. Yeah, parasu. Uh, yeah. No, uh, so this was, of all the tracks I think uh, we're going to talk about this week, I think this is one of the more surprising ones because I didn't know what to expect going into it. And I really liked what I heard. I thought both tracks were really good from tokyo and ryoseno pulse both had really good melody really good vocals to it uh it was really good i i really liked it i thought it was done really well and i i did not hit the plus sign this is like one of the only ones where i don't know like the more i talk about it the more i liked it the more you know i go back and i listen to it the more i like it i i'm i might after the show go back and hit the plus sign on this because i did i thought it was really good it's definitely does the job that it needs to do and i i did have some fun with this like i said i didn't know what to expect but i i liked what i heard and i thought uh, leo need done a great job so and i i don't know which track i liked more i thought both from tokyo and uh, ryusei nipults were both pretty good about the same on par with each other so uh you know i felt like they were both good songs and i wound up really liking them and i I was not quite expecting to like them as much as i did uh when i sat down and listened to it so i thought this was a great release by leo need uh what did you think about it luna i thought both tracks were pretty good i think i enjoyed from tokyo a little bit better than but I think both tracks flowed together really well. The composition was great. I think their vocals were great. And I wasn't familiar with Leo Leo Need before. So this is a great way to experience them. And I'm looking forward to see if they'll pop back up again. Just because I honestly thought it was a solid release. Yeah, hopefully we'll see them again. Yeah, I, I'm sure we will. A lot of the virtual singers are really starting to take off. So I I have a feeling they'll pop back up again. And I look forward to seeing what else they'll release. And with that, from Tokyo slash Ryusei no Parasu 
by Leonid sold a total of 7,193 copies. And moving up to the next one, it is one of our favorite franchises. Well, actually, probably mine and Ken's. And we got Blue by Azuna. So, Gray, I know you're kind of hit or, hit or miss in Azuna, and those you don't know, they are part of the Love Live franchise, one of the subgroups. So, Gray, what did you think of Blue? Yeah, so I talked about this a few weeks back, and this was a track that I, I really struggled to like uh, when I first listened to it, and I've gone back and I listened to it today, and... I feel like my opinion of it's come up quite a bit, but you know, I'm still not crazy about it or in love with it. I think it does the job that it needs to do, but uh it it feels very much like a part of this machine that is Love Live. I, I don't know another way to put it. And because of that, like I it just, to me it just doesn't stand out or do anything significant. I think it hits the notes it needs to hit and the, the you know the vocal performances are pretty solid the melody is pretty solid overall i don't think it's a bad release and, and i didn't think that the last week it's just at the same time i just i wasn't wowed by it either it just kind of felt like oh okay this is a song it's pretty solid for what it is but you, you know love live does a lot of tracks kind of similar in this vein and i just felt like it kind of blends in a little bit with that but uh Overall, I, I'm coming up on this song a little bit more. I don't know if uh, it'll keep coming back up the charts. So, I, you know, in a few weeks, I might like it if it keeps hitting the charts. But I'm coming up on it slowly but surely. And, you know, the more I hear it. But it, it's okay for what it is. And I'm certain Love Life fans would be happy with it. What did you think, Luna? I mean, I thought Blue was pretty solid. It's not my favorite track that Azuna has done. But I honestly thought their vocals were very good. And it is what you expect as well. So I, you know, when I hear some of these Love Life groups and subgroups, I, I do know what I'm getting. I know what I'm in for. And I feel like you do have to be prepared for that. And I, I honestly love the Love Life franchise. I think it's a solid franchise. And I thought Blue by Azuna was a very good track. I thought the EP was pretty solid. Dancing in the Light was also good, which was the other, the B-side on there. But it's definitely not my favorite. I mean, I think there could be things that they could have done a little bit better. However, I will give it props on that. Because just just because, I don't know, maybe I'm a fan. I could see why people might not be into it. It is a little bubbly at times. And it could probably throw some people off a little bit. But I still... I still recommend checking it out. And I always look forward to what they do. I will say Azuna is not my favorite out of all the Love Life groups. But I think they do a very good job at what they do. And they have solid vocals. Yeah, that like in, in spite of my indifference, one thing I, I will I will say is, you know, the vocals on this are done very well, very impressive. And I... I do think, you know, this is a great performance by Azuna. And, you know, they one of Love Live is very consistent with their vocal performances, which is very good. You know, at, when it comes to 
that franchise i i do think vocals is important and they they tend to nail it so i thought the vocals were really good with this oh yeah i agree i think my only gripe is it's a little forget on the forgettable side but other than that i mean it's still i think a decently solid track all right and with that blue by azuna sold a total of seven thousand. 827 copies and moving on up to number seven which is good luck and futari by stones and gray i believe we uh all three of us have actually talked about this one already yeah uh and, and this is a good release this is uh you know I, I i've talked about this i think three weeks in a row now uh but i have no problem talking about good luck and futari for a third time this was uh you know i first heard it i was kind of meh on it uh and i really improved my opinion of both these songs i do think futari is the better track of the two and but good luck it's pretty solid. It does what it needs to do. It's a good dance number for them. Uh, and overall, I like. I have really grown to appreciate this release. So I've liked. I've grown to like these tracks pretty well overall. And you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. So you know, I'm. And you'll you'll hear me talk that one. There's one more release we're going to talk about later that I'm going to utter the same thing, the same words, but I, I did, I did like this. It's growing on me and uh, I'm look, looking forward to what stones does next. All right. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that you've, you know, those songs have grown on you by uh, stones. I, I, I kind of feel the same as I did when we initially talked about them. I do still prefer, prefer Futari little bit better than good luck so but all in all solid release by stones happy to see they're still on here and they're doing very very well and with that good luck and futari by stone sold a total of 7,876 copies and with that we move on to number six which is choo choo train by fantastics from exile tribe so this one is a cover of a classic by the group Zoo. And Gray, have you heard the original before? I I I Ken shared the original with me, but man, I couldn't make out the original much in that video and I've been meaning to check it out. Cause it sounds good, but no, as of this moment, I can't, I would, I feel uncomfortable saying I have, but, uh, I do want to hear the original cause it's, like I said, it sounds like it'd be good. Yeah. I was just curious, you know, how you thought that Choo Choo Train by Fantastics from Exile Try maybe compared to that. I honestly think that they did a great job. Fantastics from Exile Type did a great job covering Zoo's Choo Choo Train, and I I greatly enjoyed it. Yeah, this release was awesome, and I I got a notification on my phone Saturday letting me know that this had hit the uh, music store, and so I was really enjoying 
this at work and I've been really uh, playing this song on repeat. I like this a lot. I do want to go check out the original. I did listen to Exile's version of this song and I, I think I like the Fantastics version a little bit more. That might just go to the fact that I heard it first and I, I, I struggle with first time bias a lot. It's like, ah, oh, the first time I hear a song that I like is the song that is the way I prefer it. So, uh, but this was a great cover by Choo Choo Train and uh, Fantastics just doing what they do, man. Uh, they're supposed to be a vocal intensive group and I think they really pulled it out here with this release and I I loved it. Uh, I, now, the B track, uh, Geary Geary Riding It Out, uh, or Geary Geary Ride It Out. I, I didn't like that nearly as much, but uh, Choo Choo Train was fantastic and I loved it. So I will, uh, you know, I, I like these guys and I'm always looking forward to see what they do next. So I'm I'm eagerly anticipating their next release. Yeah, I thought it was a solid release as well. I was actually pretty surprised by it. I do enjoy exiles version a little bit more and same with zoo but also i did hear those first however i think fantastics did a amazing job with it i think they did a solid cover and i greatly enjoyed it and i thought giddy giddy write it out was also very good i thought all in all choo choo train ep was a solid single and i am looking forward to see what they'll do next all right, with that, Choo Choo Train by Fantastics from Exile Tribe sold a total of 15,247 copies. And moving on up to, I know, Gray, you've probably been listening to this one for quite some time already. It is yes, I have. Growing Up and Ranman by Seven Order. So, Gray, since you've been listening to this for a bit, why don't you jump in and start giving us your thoughts? Yeah, so uh, if you look at my Ongaku Goes, I've actually talked about growing up. It made my top five songs, I want to say for September, because uh, the first track was released digitally I, way back in August. So I've been listening to this for a while. Love growing up. Love this release by Seven Order. Such a great song. I love the vocals. I love the melody. I love the spirit, the energy. Just everything about this release just screamed me. Uh, I loved growing up. Ranman is the B track that they released with this, and it's okay. I don't think it's as good as growing up, uh, but you know, it, it's all right for what it is. And I got the whole package, uh, like seven order. They, they do good vocals and they know what they're doing. So, uh, thank you, Ken, for turning me on the seven order. I, 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 I love these guys and I'm a big seven order fan. And so this was a good release overall. I think, Growing Up does a lot of the heavy lifting of this release, but this is still great. Uh, if you're a fan of boy groups, I think you should at least check this out. And I did. I, I thought this was spectacular. Uh, you will probably hear me talking about it again next month, too, as a little teaser for the end of the year. But what did you think about Luna? 
So I thought growing up, Ranman was a solid single. I do think growing up was the better track by far. Solid vocals, great composition. I feel this is where Seven Order really dominates is in tracks like Growing Up. Not to say Rotten On is not the best track, but I didn't feel like it had that oomph that Growing Up did. I do like Ranman's composition and how slow it was, but there are some of the vocal aspects of it. I felt like it did not quite match up with the composition, which did turn me off a little bit. It just felt a little too forced at times in that, but growing up is was very, very well done. And I know Seven Order has been hit or miss for me, but I'm so glad Ken introduced them because they do have some solid tracks and growing up is one of them and it shows they're doing what they can do best. All right. So with that, growing up, Ranman by Seven Order sold a total of 20,467 copies. And moving on up to number four with Tsukiyomi and Irodori by King and Prince. And Gray, I know you weren't able to talk about these last week with us, so why don't you start out? Yeah, so uh, this release, I unfortunately I wasn't able to talk about this last week with you guys, uh, but I did talk about it uh, on a solo episode that I did. Uh, and uh, Sukiyomi and Irodori are both two tracks that the more I hear, just the more I like. I've always kind of liked Sukiyomi. I feel like that is just a really good track by King and Prince. Um, Irodori was kind of one I was meh on, but the more I hear it, the more I like it. Uh, and and I do. I, I think this is a great release for them. And uh I don't, I don't know. Maybe we might see this at the Kohaku. I don't know, but I, I do. I, I like, I like Sukiyomi quite a lot, and I think it's a great showcase for their vocals. Uh, it's another one that the more I hear, the more I like, the more I'm enjoying it. And I do. I, I like King and Prince are doing what they do. They're killing it. So uh, I did, I wound up really liking this release overall, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. Yeah, no, I agree. And those of you who did not get to check out last week's episode, but I highly suggest it, as you can hear Ken and I's initial thoughts on Tsukiyomi and Irodori. I personally loved Tsukiyomi. I thought that was an absolute phenomenal song, and I would buy the single just for that track. And I think Ido, Ido Dodi was also a very solid song. This is probably my favorite King and Prince release as of lately. And I mean, I think Cinderella Girl is still one of my favorites. However, Tsukiyomi is ju- just blew me away. And I'm still loving this track. And I've been contemplating on buying this single. If you've not checked it out, I highly recommend it. And even if you're not into a lot of the boy groups, I'm not either. And I did fall in love with Tsukiyomi. So that says a lot when I go and consider buying, wanting to buy a single by a uh, boy group. But I, I think it's phenomenal. So and I'm glad to see it still in the chart so we could talk about it again this week. And with that, Tsukiyomi 
Itadori by King and Prince sold a total of 30,815 copies. And moving on to number three, it is Priority by Gang Parade. So, Gray, I know you've liked a lot of their releases recently. What did you think of Priority? Uh, yeah, no, this was fantastic. And I don't... I, I need to go back and listen to their other stuff. I have hit the plus sign on everything that Gang Parade has released in uh, the year 20, 2022. But... I think Priority might be my favorite song. I know recency bias is a thing, and I do need to go back and check it out. But at this moment, I think this is my favorite song they put out this year. This is really good. I like the vocals. I like the melody. I, I like just the energy behind it. And Gang Parade does that. Like They have like this youthful spirit energy that they're able to infuse with all of their music that just makes listening to them so much fun. And I absolutely love priority it's really good i do think they comboed this release with probably the worst song i've heard them put out this year and that's melt i i don't like melt it's i mean i it's okay it's going to cater to a certain audience and that's fine i think people will like it personally though melt is not to my my taste and it's not why i like this group but Still, overall, this is a really good release, and I absolutely adored it, and just really fantastic week on uh, for Gang Parade. They they just really knocked it out of the park, and I, I did. I, I love this quite a lot. I also thought Priority was a fantastic song. Their vocals were great. And that's the one thing with Gang Parade I'm hit or miss on, depending on the track. But I thought they did an amazing job with Priority, and I absolutely loved it. I also thought the composition was very befitting, and it, it just worked. And I know with Gang Parade, like I said, I'm not only hit or miss in the vocal sometimes but also just hit or miss on them but I thought priority was off the wall and in a good way and I look forward to hearing more tracks like this by them although I didn't I mean although I think the b-side was still solid I don't think it was by any means up to priority standards but it was a solid release by gang parade and that's the one thing that I was very happy to see. I feel like this whole week has been great tracks. And I do recommend checking out Priority and even checking out Melt. Even though Melt was obviously not, you know, I didn't care for it as much as Priority. Still a great track and solid single. All right. And with that, Priority by Gang Parade sold a total of 51,329 copies. And we are going to go on up to number two, which is Like by Octopath. And Gray, being the resident boy group lover, what did you think of Like? Uh, this was, I don't, I don't, this was a week. This is my week. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Like, yes, uh, it definitely if it's is. Not, if it was not full of tracks that I have been listening to for a while, it was full of tracks that, oh my God, I, I fell in love with the moment I, I, I heard it. Light by Octopath is in that list of just, oh my lord, man, I love this. So, Like is a lot of fun. I really like the energy. I think this release 
as a whole is fantastic. There's one song in this release that I would eject and then, you know, the rest of it's fantastic. Um, Bump is not good. (laughs) Bump is very annoying, actually, and I would say skippable because they say Bump so many times in that song. It is ridiculous and kind of really just ruins the track. That being said, like All Day, All Night and Our Good Time, all three are fantastic. And if you want like a vocal performance, All Day, All Night and Our Good Time lean a little bit more in their vocals than anything else. And both of those tracks are amazing. Uh, so if you like a stronger vocal performance, definitely check out All Day, All Night and Our Good Time. Both really good songs, really good uh, but I like the energy and the funness that like has like that, that that's, that's my dance music right there. And I'll just get up and, and shake and Bob. Uh, I love this, uh, like by Path. I I think I hit the plus sign on it. Uh, I think before I even hit the play button, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna like this. So I'm just gonna like it. Oh man. And I did. I liked it. Like lives up to its name for me. It, it is awesome and these guys have been on a tear as of late i I mean i mean you want to talk about a group that i I was kind of meh on in the beginning to really grow into like uh it's like it's like it's a bop was meh, but i loved perfect and i'm really liking like so uh i the this group has really moved in a solid direction that i like and i love I'm really starting to like Octopath now. I these guys have really shown that they can sing. They have really good. They they can do some really good compositions when they want to, uh, and it'd be a solid boy group all around. So I I have really really liking these guys. I like seeing the success that they have, and I I am very eager to see what they do next because they they have been killing it. And I just want more success to come their way. Uh, but what did you think about it, Luna? I actually thought like was it. It's not for me. However, I recognize that it's a solid track. Their vocals were great. It actually had a decent composition. I mean, it was a cute, fun song. And I can easily see all the people who would like this. Cause I recognize, you know, this is, it's actually pretty decent. And I think the EP is a solid minus one track that I know me and grade both do not like. And I believe Ken would have the same thoughts and that is a bump. It just feels very out of the EP compared to like all day, all night and our good time. It is the odd one out and really doesn't fit after you hear like, and you go into that and you're like, Oh, they got great vocals great rhythm going good composition you know this is this is a fun track and then you hear bump and you're like wow that took a turn so i mean but all in all i think it's a solid release even if i rec i recognize it's still not my thing but i'm glad you like it and great when i heard like i'm like i know he's gonna love this because i remember how much you like perfect which i thought was a very solid track and i love perfect i think i actually added that to my library um I feel like I'm going to go back and re-listen to like a little bit more because I can see it growing on me too. Even now, right now, I think it's not for me. It just could be my mood. And because it's a solid, it's a solid track. I did like Our Good Time a lot. I almost hit the plus on that because I love the flow of it. 
and it was a really cute track. Yeah, and I I will say I know it's been I think it's been a chaotic day for the two of us. <laughs> to be fair, but it's uh yeah, like I said, like this is a good release and I I do think Ken will feel the same way I do that, you know, uh, this is a good release overall. I know he's a bit harder on these groups than I am. Uh, and, and with good reason, you know, he grew up with, you know, listening to like the, the cream of the crop and stuff like that. So his standards are probably higher than mine is. So that's fine. Uh, you know, but yeah, I don't, bump is those like you listen to like all day, all night, our good time. And then you hear bump and it's, it doesn't feel like it fits in the release at all. It's so different from all the other tracks. I It's so weird that they put it here, but I, I, I knew they had the song. They probably had to stick it somewhere. I guess they just wanted to put it in with this release, but uh, it's really weird that they did this for Bump. I, I don't, like, I would, I would maybe swap something out and held Bump for like a dancier heavy style release. Uh, because it just, it really feels like it comes out of left field, but is what it is. Yeah, no, I agree. And I'm looking forward to hearing what Ken thinks on like by Octopath. I, in a way, hope this stays on to next week so we can get his thoughts as he, you know, he can be harsh on certain groups, like you said, Gray. I do love hearing his opinion because me and Ken grew up listening to really similar music. So I also take that appeal of there's other groups I'm going to put first. But I love hearing his thoughts, especially on boy groups, because I don't listen to those as much as he does. So hopefully, like, by Octopath will stick around. It did sell decently well. So, like, by Octopath, sold a total of 55,195 copies. And with that, we move on to our number one track, which I know we've talked about this group several times. It is Happy Surprise Surprise by Naniwa Danshi. And, Gray, I know how much you absolutely love them, so why don't you dive in first? Uh, yeah, no, uh, Naniwa Danshi, man, I have absolutely been loving and enjoying them ever since they came out, and I think Happy Surprise is no surprise at all, like, this song is fire, like, it's really good, uh, I absolutely loved this release, and I, I mean, these guys are so consistent, I, I do think they kind of go for, um, like, the male version of cutesy, if that makes any sense, they like they're leaning a little bit more into like a cutesy idol side, but I, I'm really liking it. I'm really liking their style, their feel, uh, and uh, I mean just the melodies that they can do are really good. I like their vocalizations that they do. Like everything about this release is really good. I've had such a fun time with Nani Wadanshi. It's hard to believe it's been a year since they debuted. Uh, they've had a solid first year talking about you know releases and stuff and i am so so glad that this release is uh going like this is such a huge release i'm so happy for them and i'm eager to see what they're going to do on the Kohaku because uh, I mean they're not hurting for good songs to play live I I promise you that 
Uh, and I'm curious to see how they do in front of a live audience. Like that, that'll be exciting as a Naniwa Danchi fan. Uh, but what did you think about him, Luna? So I, I, I greatly enjoyed Naniwa Danchi's really, you know, debut release. I thought that was solid. I'm kind of iffy on Happy Surprise. It's very cutesy, which I do like my cutesy occasionally. I think they have great vocals and this shows it off, but it doesn't. I feel like they could easily do more with their vocals in this track, but it it really is relying on that cute factor. And it does, it's very befitting at this time of the year because if you listen to the lyrics, it is a winter theme type of track. And I do like that. I mean, I it, it's it's cute, but I have the, I'm like hit or miss on it. Because I really do like Naniwa Danchi, and I can see this being in a Kohaku, to be honest, because this is going to be, this is a very befitting type of theme for that, for the, for the time of year Kohaku will come out. And I could also see them doing like a medley as well, including this. So curious to see what they'll do on that. Uh, but I, I'm still kind of wrapping my thoughts around Happy Surprise. It is catchy, and I'm really debating on, you know, my true feelings. I'm kind of at that, I like it, but I don't know if I really like it like it. And I really think it's just because of that cutesy vibe they have going. But I recognize that it's a decent track. It's fun. And I think it'll get a lot of people excited for this time of year it's a very cheery track so i feel also that it's something that's needed and this is another one i'm hoping will remain on till next week so ken can also put his two cents in here i would love to hear his thoughts on happy surprise as well all right and with that Happy Surprise, Happy Surprise by Naniwa Danchi sold a total of 516,195 copies. They killed everyone this week. I mean, even 2 through 10 adding up do not equal what Naniwa Danchi sold. So that yeah. is amazing and good for them. I'm very happy for them to see the, them being uh, doing so well in their success. Yeah, they almost did 10 times more than number two. <laughs> like, it's so crazy how big this release was. Uh, good on them and uh, eager to see how, how they, what they do next. Yeah, so before we get into ending the show and a few other things, I wanted to bring up that there was some news that broke. Actually, we at Ongaku to you wanted to bring up that there was some news that broke this week in regards to Nana Okada. Those of you who don't know who she is, she is part of AKB and she has announced her recent graduation. And this is mainly due to the fact that she announced that she was dating someone. And this upset many, many fans. And the AKB general manager, Mian Mukaichi, also, you know, sent her apologies to all those fans. And even kind of brought up the dating ban as well, which triggered many, many opinions. And she further launched some apologies. But due to this enlightenment of Nana Okada's 
dating dating a actor this is one of the causings of a recent graduation so this will come extremely quickly and we'll definitely discuss this more next week when we have ken on as he is definitely our resident idol person and i'm sad to see her announce her recent graduation i do understand the reason they have and it's not actually an official rule that there is a dating ban it's just that it's something that is very well it's strongly perceived by the public that the that idols do not date and they and this is mainly to promote that they are always available for their fans it promotes that availability that anyone watching these idols could possibly date one of them so when an idol announces they're dating someone this is a huge hit for a lot of these fans who follow these idols for so so long and i mean i understand both sides of the train i'm not going to put my opinion in on this because my opinion could vary i wouldn't say it could vary i have a very strong opinion on this and i don't want to get into that but i do understand you know the misgivings and understandings about this i do hope that nana okada will able to have a career you know doing music if she'd like or doing something at some point and we will see where she goes after her graduation um great what are uh, do you have some thoughts on on nana okada's recent graduation yeah, uh, it's like I've seen this kind of unfolding on Twitter and stuff, and I figured we'd talk about it at some point. But I, I was uh, figuring uh, we were going to wait for more information to come out. But it's a uh, pretty surprising, and it just—I think it just goes to show you uh, where the idol industry is at, and and I I feel like. I know we're going to go more into this. I don't want to give out too much of my thoughts, but I'm very much a freedom oriented person. And I, you know, I want people to be able to like live their lives. So the fact that, you know, she's like, I've never liked the, the rules, this idea that you can't date people or, you know, it kills that illusion. I've always hated that. And it's something that, I wish the industry would move past and maybe they will in time, but at this moment, it's not, I'm not seeing it and it stinks, but you know, uh, in, in, I want whatever comes of Okada Nana, I want her to be happy and I hope that she has a fruitful life past this you know i and i i liked her she was one of the few remaining akb48 members i really liked and enjoyed uh so to see her go stinks also but uh you know it is what it is and uh like i said we'll get more into this next week i'm certain and i'm certain i think in a lot of ways like we're all on the same page on on this but uh you know it is what it is like I said, and I'm, we'll see kind of how this unfolds. Um, best of best wishes to Okada, and you know we'll we'll see how things shake up. Yeah. So yeah, there currently there is no official announced graduation date. It is undecided, and Nana Okada issued a huge apology about this, apologizing to all the fans for disillusioning them. 
And this is a decision that she made herself, and she stated that she was very grateful for the AKB staff, the fans, and everyone. And you can find that statement on Twitter, but she goes into a lot more, and it's mainly she's really apologizing and giving a heartfelt sincerity that she feels bad for it. So we will discuss more of this next week, because I know there will probably be some more things that will unfold then and Ken will also be able to give us probably more information as well and I know he probably ha- would love to chime in with some comments and opinions too all right so with that we are gonna work on closing out our show but before we do that I'm gonna we're gonna take a gander at the albums quick just to see who we all have on here. It looks like we have N-Hypen at number 10. We got NGT48 with 9. Radwimps is still hanging in there. They dropped to 8. Some other highlights. We've on our Lisa's Lander as, is at number 3. Good for Lisa. 17 is on there. Not surprised they're still hanging in there. So got some absolutely phenomenal releases. For albums, so good for everyone. All right. And we are going to close out the show. And we want to say thank you to all of our affiliates. Kyoto Hunter, who is a Twitch streamer who covers a variety of games. I believe this week he was covering the Da Vinci Code. So check him out at twitch.tv slash Kyoto Hunter. K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-R. Also check out Timber Taff, who is also a Twitch streamer in his own right. You can catch him at twitch.tv slash Timber Taft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out my sister, Rosalie, who has been streaming tons of Genshin Impact and some Monster Hunter. You can catch her at twitch.tv slash RainstarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And last but not least, you can check out Fangirl Has No Name. And if you have not checked out her if you have not yet checked out her book Sweet Nothing, I highly recommend you do that. That is on Amazon's little reading app, The Nook, and you should be able to download a free copy for about a week. And also check her out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And you can check out our usual host, Ken, at his Twitter as OTYKen1, O-T-Y-K-E-N-1, where he mainly tweets and talks about Bang Dream, Ina Iba, d for dj and Bang Dream. And don't forget the podcast that Kyo, Timber, Fangirl, and Ken do called Potosaurus, where they discuss various video games and the video game industry. You can check that out on all podcast streaming services by looking up Kyoto Hunter. And Gray, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. All right. And you can find me on Twitter... My anime list, Anime Planet, Kitsu as Luna Maria 87, L-U-N-A-M-A-R-I-A 87, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, a lot of horror movie stuff lately. And you can find me on Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna, where I hope to pop back on with some of my recent purchases, what I'm watching, and cute cat photos. And with that, I want to thank 
everyone for listening to today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will catch you next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving and a wonderful holiday weekend. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye. Happy Thanksgiving.